0: Welcome to another episode of the Property Nomads podcast, and we're deep diving into women in business, and we've got a very entertaining guest today for you. This lady does a multitude of things, not just property, uh, also has an accounting background and also is a professional model. So loads to talk about today, something a bit different as well, and it's Rachel from CC Investments. Rachel, good morning, and thank you for your time today.
1: Good morning. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Really looking forward to deep diving into this because success means a lot of things to different people. And the thing that really got me when we were speaking off air was the the modeling aspect and how you've managed to combine modeling uh, and aspects of property and accounting. So I think there's great fusion there. And that's the thing I think (laughs) people are going to take away from today. So, I guess starting at the beginning, um, let's start with the yep. modelling. What got you into that line of work yep. in the first place? Yeah,
1: so, I mean, that was something that I started from a really young age. So I was um, like a child model initially, to so do sort of catalogues. I um, was in like the Tesco magazine um, and all that sort of thing. So yeah, it was just something that I started from a really young age, really. And I think I've just... I've always enjoyed working and making money. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think like for as long as I can remember, that's something I've always liked to do. So, yeah, just it's something that started really young, and then I kind of just carried it on. To be honest,
0: I, I guess that you've <coughs> grown over time, and it's something you just like you say you just kept on. But how how do you find moving from sort of Tesco magazines to doing? what you're doing now I I guess what I'm trying to say with that is there's so much it's very easy you know on like social media to be a keyboard warrior and whatnot have you found that yeah a lot of that (laughs) over over time
1: um I think so and I think probably more so I'd say when I was an older teenager and stuff like that I feel like there there's just a lot of keyboard warriors isn't there and I think ultimately if you have a following and you're putting yourself out there, doing something. Um, I just think people are always going to have something to say about it. And I guess with modelling as well, you know, it's it's so based on how someone looks and everyone's going to have their um, thoughts and opinions and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's something that I, I have had to deal with, but I feel like I've got very used to it. Um, and I just think in many ways for me, if someone's going to... Um, be critical about sort of the way I look if I'm modeling or something like that I I really just try not to take it too personally um yeah I don't know I just feel like it's just everyone has a different opinion and I feel like actually my modeling is in many ways sort of separate to me like although it is me um you know that like is I don't know it's, it's sort of separate in many ways it's, it's a bit strange I and mean, if you're going to you know say something about the way I look I feel like it doesn't make any difference to who I am as a person or, or that sort of thing so I try to I try to slightly distance myself and that sort of thing
0: certainly not I'll model myself anyone that's seen me I'm not trying to degrade myself in in any way so I'm not gonna <laughs> you won't see me start modeling <laughs> at any time soon put it that way uh, when you talk about compartmentalization I think that's the right word when you talk about that is that something you've learned to do over time um or is that something that you you've been doing from day one when you say it is you but it's also separate have you learned to do that over time?
1: Um, I mean I, I think so I feel I feel like yeah I feel like it's just kind of come naturally over the years of doing it and I suppose you know this is the thing I've done it from such a young age so I mean like I think like a lot of people would see my modeling or my social media work and stuff like that and just think. Okay, like she's really confident, like she's this particular type of person. But I mean, in real life, I'm very shy. Um, So, yeah, it's strange. I almost feel like it's a bit of a, it's a bit of like an alter ego, isn't it? I suppose. Um, But yeah, I guess, you know, the more that I've done it, the more I've been out there and stuff like that, I have kind of adapted over the years as well. Moving then
0: on to, I mean, we'll, we'll touch back on the modelling at some point to so say that's probably going to be the main focus. Uh, there's so many questions uh, about that and how we've in, managed to integrate that successfully with having also an, an accounting background and also mm-hmm. getting involved in property development. So, out of property and accounting, which one of them came first?
1: Um, so it's it's sort of sort of sandwich like accounts in the middle. So I mean, property again. That's something that I feel like has been sort of drilled into me from a very young age. Like my dad was the person who originally taught me about property. It was just something that, you know, he did a bit. He always spoke about. Um, I first became a landlord when I was 19. So I was quite young then. Um, So yeah, I did like a little bit of property first. And then I worked in accountancy for a number of years. And then more recently got back into property and investing. So it's kind of... (laughs) It's kind of sort of in in between the two.
0: Awesome. So, landlady from a very young age, going back to being 19, then how did that feel? How did that feel at the time to be a landlord, landlady at such a a relatively young age? How did that feel?
1: Um, I think I wasn't really ready for it. I think I, I mean, looking back now, I wish I sort of understood more about it or understood about, you know, like refinancing and, and all that sort of thing because, yeah, I think it was just sort of a case of I I had a flat, I bought the one um, above me as well, and then I I sort of rented it out and did that, and then I went back to America to do some modelling and stuff. So um, yeah, I just had them there rent, rented, um, but I haven't I haven't kept hold of them or anything. So yeah, I mean I think it was good. It was a good learning experience, but in some ways I just wish I knew more about it back then because I feel like if I did I probably would have kept them um just been able to sort of utilize the situation a bit more I suppose
0: yeah you you don't know what you don't know I always uh maintain (laughs) if I look back at certain things in in our family as as well as, as certain periods of time snapshots and knowing what I know now yeah if I'd have known that back then uh certainly a lot of things could have changed but again I suppose you know the past is there to to appreciate it to learn from it and you know we shouldn't beat ourselves up about that as as such yeah the, the fusion of modeling so modeling property before we go back to the modeling actually let's focus on let's uh, go uh, shift over to property so property development is somebody you've got into so how is that going what what have you yeah. learned so far and, and what's what are you doing at the moment
1: yeah, so it's, it's going well. It's something that I've always been interested in doing and I was um, really excited, I suppose, recently to have the opportunity to um, throw myself into it. So actually just the other week, we um, exchanged contracts on my next project, um, which is quite a, quite a good size project, I'd say. So it's going to be a seven bed HMO slash holiday let and also a commercial unit. Um, so this is a joint venture with myself and another company I work with called Target Five Property Consultants. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to get into that. I've actually I've actually filmed a little tour and stuff on on my YouTube. Um, if anyone would like to see what it looks like, um, but yeah, I'm just sort of going to be documenting the whole process. Um, we set a delayed completion actually of the 12th of April um so that's when we'll properly start working and everything but yeah i'm really excited about that it's it's all right in the center of town really really lovely historic building and stuff as well so i think it's going to be a really good transformation and yeah i just feel i just feel really lucky to have the opportunity to be doing something like this with some very experienced developers so i can sort of learn along the way with them um which is really nice i mean they you know they've done hundreds of these but for me this is my first mixed used one um so yeah, I just think it's really good to be able to learn with them, and we're using development finance and things like this, which is something that I've I've personally never used before. So yeah, I'm just really really getting getting involved, getting right in there, and just learning the process. Really
0: great points. So in terms of the in terms of the JV, because again, for people that are not f- overly familiar with what a JV is, joint venture, yeah, it only involves two parties or two or more parties working together. Mm. Is this a case of they're putting in the finance and you're using your time, you're putting your finance in, they're using their time, or is it just how, how have you managed to structure this particular JV so it benefits all parties?
1: Yeah, so it's kind of a – it's a bit of a combination of both. Um, this is something that I've, I've put money into and um, helping raise finance for it and things like that. Um, they are actually dealing with the, um, the project management side Although, although they are dealing with it, I, I definitely want to get involved, as I say, sort of learn along the way and everything like that. So, yeah, we're doing it like that. And then um, also there's the side for me, obviously, because I sort of have the social media side um, of following online and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, where I can, I suppose, sort of bring people in to see what we're doing and do advertising um, and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's quite, it's quite an interesting collaboration and I think something that works well for both our companies.
0: And that's the important thing to h- highlight to people listening. Where JVs can be done in numerous ways, can't they? And it's about generating yeah. that win-win situation. It sounds like you've you've got a good thing going there. So it'd be interesting to see how how that project pans out.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm really I'm really excited, and it's nice. It's going to be nice to be able to to share it with everyone um, to see. But yeah, I think it was just something that came up, and at the time it, it felt right. I mean, there. Uh, they're a really lovely company I really like the um directors Tina, Tina and Andy I have a um fixed investment with them anyway and then I had contacted them um to really sort of help me build my portfolio and that sort of thing and then this particular project came up and I think it was just something that we were both really happy to work on together and yeah it just just seemed like a really good fit and right timing really
0: Oh, well, hopefully at some point in the future, it'll be uh, great to have you back on the show. We're getting a bit preempted there, aren't we? So only yeah. about 10 minutes in and come, come back for some more. In terms of social media, then, you said that your modeling is is separate. Um, so when, when you say you're going to upload this to social media, are you using the same accounts as you, as you are for your modeling? Or have you got a, a set of social media for property-related stuff and then a set of social media for modeling-related stuff?
1: Yeah, I mean I've sort of merged them a bit now. I mean, I do I do have a set I do have separate social media. So I have um, like the CC investment Instagram and more recently the YouTube video, which I just uh, so YouTube channel, which I just set up last week. So that is mainly based on, you know, my property journey, investing, like finances, all that sort of thing. And then I have my um, Rachel Rain Instagram, which is sort of me, my modeling as well, and that kind of thing. But but even on that page, I really do like to incorporate my property stuff, my um, yeah, in- investing and all that sort of thing, because they are all sort of part of me. And I think originally I did try to keep them really, really separate. But then I thought, do you know what, I might as well just mix them because they're all different parts of me. And yeah, you know, actually, like it's been fine. People are interested. I feel like originally I thought I might get sort of negativity from doing that, um, but yeah, I, f- I feel like so far it's just been it's been really positive. And I think actually, just as humans, we've all got different sides to us, different things that interest us, and that sort of thing. And yeah, I feel like we should be able to share them all and mix it up.
0: In terms of raising finance for you know, various projects and so forth, did you? When, when you were merging social media's and starting to introduce sort of overlapping elements and such, was it in your head to raise JV finance from that, um, or is that something that you know if it happens, great, but it hasn't happened yet? What, what were your initial thoughts when doing that?
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean it's quite funny actually because originally I just thought I'm not going to use investors because I've got I've got you know some of my own funds that I'm using for my project, so. I don't know why I thought that, but for, for, you know, originally I was just like, oh, you know, I'll be using my funds for my projects and that's kind of what what I'll be doing. Um, But then off the back of that, I, I have ended up getting investors and getting quite a lot of inquiries about it. But I think it was, it was because, you know, I was sort of sharing my journey, what I was doing, what I was doing with my money, how I was, you know, making it work for me and that sort of thing, because... I mean, it's it's something that I'm really passionate about, and I I really do believe you know everyone should be investing in in some way. Um, so yeah, that was something that I was I was sharing, and then I think off the back of that, you know, because people see you do something or see you've got a good deal or that you're you know making the money work in the way that they would like, I then had people contact me actually saying like, how can I invest? How can I get involved in this? Which was quite interesting, and <laughs> you know now I think about it, it, it works it works really well and actually is a fantastic platform to be able to get investors um just yeah originally it it wasn't particularly what I thought about because I just thought oh I'll be using my own money and then you know development finance or whatever it might be
0: it's funny funny you say that that's that seems like from from the outside looking in as such that's a very common theme um if you don't mind me saying so the people are you know using social media share their journeys you know, do this do that this is what's going on and we where you know millions upon millions or billions of you know locked down and I use that term loosely at the time of recording um but it's, it's interesting that because people can see what you're doing and the enthusiasm you have for doing it yeah. then people have started to reach out a bit more and gone oh hang on a minute oh, yeah um, hi Rachel I've got what well, I don't know x in the bank can you help me can we have a chat so i mm. love to hear stories like that that's fantastic
1: yeah i think it's just it's just interesting and it's it's so surprising because i i mean i heard people say that you know once you start showing doing or you know something like that, that that you'll get this and i mean as i say with this particular project i mean we've exchanged and everything but we haven't even completed on it yet and i was kind of expecting okay maybe when it's finished and people can see sort of a whole bulk of successful work or a project that I've done then maybe people will start contacting and be interested in investing but it has been surprising to me that (laughs) I mean even already um, I've just had so many people get in contact about it which is really great I mean yeah it's it's fantastic really.
0: How do you you find the time to balance social media use and social media activities with Sort of dealing with the uh, the grind of property and and, and modelling. Um, is that a, bal- a lifestyle balance that you've managed to figure out yet? Have you leveraged aspects out, or do you still do you still do quite a lot of it yourself?
1: Um, I I'm still working on it, <laughs> I think. And I think it, I think sometimes being able to work from anywhere, you know, be able to do your work from your phone and all that sort of thing is great. But on the flip side, it can be tricky because. You know, my phone's always in my hand. So, you know, technically I'll be replying to stuff or, um, you know, be doing various bits of work kind of from the moment I wake up to when I go to sleep. So this is something that I am actually working on at the moment, trying to put in a bit more structure. Um, yeah, just just trying to structure my day and week a bit better, really. Um, because, yeah, again, I think when it's your own business, and you know, if you see an email pop up or you have an idea or something like that, I tend... To like to action it right away I think that's just the type of person I am as well I just as soon as I think of something I'm I'm on the case trying to get it done and sorted
0: <laughs> different people work in different ways don't they so I don't think there's, yeah. there's ever any right or wrong answer with that which is which is intriguing it, I've even managed to make myself speechless uh, thinking about it just <laughs> trying to think of what what question to ask what question to ask next so in terms of property then you get this project up and running Say so you've got the completion happening in april and and so forth are you the sort of person that's going to put a lot of focus onto doing this one project or are you going to start looking at other projects at the same time how do you think you're mm. going to work as an individual on that
1: yeah so again i think this is something that i have have been considering um, obviously as i say um, you know working with target five they are on the lookout for me for other projects that would be suitable they sort of know the type of thing i'm looking for um, so i i guess the thing is you, you never know when something might come up that's going to be suitable for you and i think yeah if something does come up i'm definitely not going to say no i don't think um but also i don't want to take on too much at, at one time. That's the other thing, and you know, bearing in mind these are sort of million pound projects, um, that's something I need to bear you know bear in mind as well. Sort of the, the cost of them, and the fact that they're yeah they're sort of they're quite large in some ways um, for me. So yeah, I think it's just going to be balancing it, see how it goes. I mean, I, I've said to myself with this project, um, I mean, I'm really happy to take the time just to focus on this, um, really learn from it. You know, be able to build up funds from it and that sort of thing as well. So, I'm more than happy just to focus on this one. But at the same time, if something else did come up that was perfect for me, or I thought, you know, I really want to do that, um, yeah, and it was suitable, I I would, I would definitely try try to do it as well. Um, But yeah, I feel like I'm I'm lucky in the sense that I've got Target Five who are helping me with with the project management. You know, they're really taking care of a lot of that for me um so yeah I feel like sometimes you know that's a difficult bit being able to you know manage the build and get get everything in place
0: yeah it's it's one of those it's one of those things where there's a lot of a lot of learning to be done and everyone's got their own skill sets haven't they um yeah yeah
1: yeah Yeah, because I think there's I mean there's part of me that just thinks you know I want to do loads you know because I just as I say again it's my personality I just like to get things done um but at the same time I I, I do believe that you shouldn't overload yourself and yeah I th- I think in many ways it is it probably will be good to yeah not not to do too much at once
0: <laughs> each person's different whatever again it's whatever works for you it's whatever works for you at, at the end of the day and it sounds sounds great that you've sort of again if you don't mind me saying this is that it sounds like for you the first couple of projects or on the on this scale is get you know, get your training wheels sort of there and whatnot and then over time as you get used to it as you get used to things you might just keep everything as it is or you might decide to I don't know, fly the nest so to speak and you know mm. do something a bit different that's what it sounds like to me is that a fair is that a fair reflection
1: yeah, I think so. I mean, um, so I, I sort of feel like my my kind of my goal and my, my aim with it is really to probably, yeah, probably have a few properties um, with kind of multiple units in. So whether it be sort of a HMO or, um, you know, a few flats, or that kind of thing. And then I want to be able to keep them and rent them out and that sort of thing um and then again I'm happy to sort of do flips in between so the project at the moment this is going to be one that we are most likely going to sell at the end um which will be nice and again it's just a really really great learning experience um should have a good amount of profit in it again so so yeah but I'm I mean I'm happy to learn along the way and and as you say just sort of you know see how it goes see what i like see what i don't like i mean i might do this and realize that i i hate doing hmos um <laughs> but but yeah i suppose you, you never know really until you you actually get into it because i think you can do a lot of reading a lot of research and that sort of thing but until you actually do it i i sort of sometimes think that you don't you don't know whether it's really going to be for you or not
0: 100 percent. and someone drummed into me a little while ago you, you don't know what you don't know. So. So it's a case of pushing yourself making yourself feel uncomfortable and you know learning from the mistakes Of also learning from the mistakes of others and just continually pushing yourself and it, it sounds like you're doing that across all facets of your life which is
1: a- <laughs> yeah absolutely so. brilliant yes
0: <laughs> going going back to the modeling then and and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like not what I'm gonna sound like an idiot okay but I'm gonna The reason I'm going to sound like an idiot is I want to sort of get my stereotypical hat on and go when people think of accountants or people in property and stuff like that, a lot of people are, and again, a lot of people are going to mainly think of men because (laughs) it seems to be a male-dominated industry. And also these people might have a finance background, accounting background, or might just be a very good entrepreneur, entrepreneuress. Yeah. But breaking the st- breaking the stereotype with this modelling background, how how have you found that? Because it was you mentioned Target Five a few times, which is great, and I'm sure you've been speaking to a multitude of people. Do people give you a sort of a funny reaction or a funny look when you mention that you've got a modelling background? So it, to me that just breaks the mold. So this is again, yeah, yeah. It goes on to why we've got you on the show because it's different. But why? How how was all that happened? And uh, yeah, t- tell us more about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, I suppose with a lot of um, sort of relationships I have now, they they might they probably potentially come from social media. And as I say, I'm you know I'm very open with everything I do. Um, so. I'm guessing probably by the time they meet me in real life or something like that, they kind of know, um, the different aspects of my work and that sort of thing. Um, but I know, so definitely when I first got into accounting and, um, yeah, you know, it was working in the accountancy jobs in the office and stuff like that, I always sort of thought, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't share my modeling or say anything about it because, you know, it's not very professional. It's not very like corporate or that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be honest, I feel like, in terms of with the accounts and with the property and and that sort of thing, I've actually had a really nice, positive response from those people. Um, I feel like, if anything, sort of the online haters and stuff like that haven't, you know, haven't really been professional people in the industry. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's quite nice, and I feel like it has kind of given me the confidence to be more open with it all because um, as I say, I think it was something originally I was kind of nervous about and thought, oh, no, I shouldn't do this because they're just going to think it's really unprofessional and not want to work with me. Um, but then, yeah, it has it has kind of been the opposite, which is quite nice.
0: Have you been, and I can tell, I can partially tell from the, your enthusiasm and the way you're saying things that you've been pleasantly surprised by how people have reacted so far. Is that, is that a fair thing to say as well?
1: Yes, I, yeah, I think so. Because I think there's, I suppose with stuff like that, as you say, you know, it's the, the stereotypes and that sort of thing. Um, I feel like I was just sort of kind of worried that people would be like, oh, you know, you, you know, she, she's not going to be any good at doing this. You know, she's, you know, just a model, sort of, you know, stupid model, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are many people who are like that. Um, but ultimately, actually, they're not the sort of people I want to work with anyway. Um so, so yeah, but I, I have been pleasantly surprised.
0: And in terms of negative comments, and, and the reason I ask this is because throughout the series, talk about making ourselves uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable asking this question anyway, but you know, here to provide us as, as much great content as, as possible. Have you ever been on the end, and, and, and let's not take into account keyboard warriors as such, because anyone can say or type anything from a keyboard. In, in your time of blending property accountancy and modelling, have you ever been on the end of any verbal attacks, uh, people really having to go at you, criticising you, or any sexist comments, anything anything like that?
1: Um, do you know, I don't think I have massively. And I don't know whether that's just because, like I say, in real life, I'm quite shy. I'm not sort of... I don't know, drawing a lot of attention to myself in real life, particularly. Although the thing that I I will say I've had is I've had kind of the, you know, the inappropriate comments from men, the, oh, you know, I hired you because I like how you look sort of thing. And and that and that side of it. Um but yeah, I don't think I've particularly had too many sort of really nasty comments in in, you know, in real life and stuff. Um, which is good. I mean, maybe I did, but they just didn't say it to my face. I don't know.
0: still I mean, it's you know, even to be told even to be told to your face and, and again i'm not a woman I, it's difficult for me to put myself in your shoes as such but even to be told that to your face oh i only hide you because i like the way you look that's i mean that depends on how you spin it there is a positive to that of course you know fantastic this person thinks i'm very attractive et yeah etc etc but also to me from the outside looking in that that sounds like that could be quite demeaning or quite derogatory but i I guess it it's the way that you want to spin it and the way you want to take it i guess
1: yeah i mean i think it's something that i've noticed you know sort of comes with this and yeah as you say i mean you know the positive okay you've got the job you've got the deal fine but then at the same time you know i think I'm a lot more than how I look. Like, I don't want you to just hire me because you like how I look. You know, especially if it's for an accounting job. Um, you know, if it's for a modelling job, fine. Um, but at the same time, you know, I would like people to recognise all the you know the hard work that I've put in, or I'm actually good at the good at the actual job, be it you know, accountancy, property, marketing. You know, I suppose yeah, outside of how I look. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's a, it's a difficult one, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and. I, I, again, I, I would imagine so. It's difficult for me to just sit here and go, "Oh, yes, it is." You know, X, y, and Z, because you know, I'm not in your, I'm not in your shoes as such. Um, moving in slightly on to you know, success and everything like that, because yes, miniseries is celebrating the successes that you know people are having anyway. And I do feel that you know, because there's again, that stereotype is you know, the property industry and stuff, forth is very male dominated. Um, just because you know, I don't know, that's just how it is. So yeah. that's the whole purpose of having this series. In what does success mean to you?
1: Um, so I think, really, I, I would say for me, success is being happy. Um, yeah, that, that that's what I, that's what I think. Because I think I don't want to sort of put a figure on it or. Um, a certain amount of money and that sort of thing um yeah I think it's really just being just kind of being happy and comfortable and I think that can look completely different for a lot of people um and yeah I think when I was younger I thought okay when I've got a a certain amount of money um I'll be happy or that you know that's successful and you know in in many ways it is that that is being successful in business I suppose Um, but yeah, in terms of actual sort of success of life, I would I would say it's happiness, really.
0: And what would make you happy? Because pe- different things make different people happy. So when you say happiness, what is that for you?
1: Yeah, um, I think this is something that I'm actually sort of <laughs> still exploring. Um, because yeah, I feel like recently, I was sort of in a position where, you know, I wanted to be I was kind of happy with how much I was earning um like the situation I was in so it would sort of be in many ways sort of like my my ideal situation like I'd say you know even when I'm earning like five times the amount I'll still be doing the same thing um, but yeah I think I'm still kind of really learning exactly what makes me happy I mean I'd say I'd say it's just sort of having having the freedom to do what I want it's for me it's the simple things like I love going out eating nice food I like going for walks um you know being able to spend time with my family um yeah just to sort of do nice little things like that I suppose but then I think something I've learned as well is I do also really enjoy working. I enjoy being passionate about something um and yes I suppose really getting stuck into something as well. Um, So yeah I think that's kind of that's kind of part of it as well. It's not just it's not just kind of relaxing to me even though (laughs) I suppose originally I thought okay no that's what will make me really happy. but yeah, when it comes to it, I think I just, I like to have a focus as well.
0: And as you said about happiness, that sometimes that takes a, a lifetime to really pinpoint down, you know, what it what it means for some people. It's, it's, it's financial, as you said, for you, it's these long walks, it's time with the family and you're having focus on a particular project or something like that. So that's quite important to to understand
1: yeah. as
0: well. And then, Rachel, I, I guess... For for other people, other people out there, and there might be, you know, hopefully there's a lot of young, aspiring women listening to this going, oh, actually I was going to be a model as well. And, oh, I didn't realise I could mix, say, modelling and, and property. Love how you've broken this stereotype. You've literally just blasted these barriers down, in my opinion. And what would you say to other people that might be in similar shoes to you? What, what sort of top tips do you have for them?
1: I think just sort of, just be yourself really um yeah because I, I just and I think you know all these things makes us individual and you know it makes us interesting you know you you've asked me to be on here because you, you find the mix of things I do interesting um and yeah I, I just sort of say go for it and I think ultimately when you put yourself out there you're going to get some negativity you're going to get positivity as well. Um, but if if for some reason people don't want to work with you because you do a certain thing or you look a certain way, you know, in my opinion, they're probably not the clients for you. I mean, I don't want to work with anybody who would, who would be like that. Um, so, yeah, I just think, you know, have the confidence to be yourself um, because I, I, I think it will serve you really well.
0: Wonderful stuff. I think that's probably a great place to, Finish that off. I think that's uh, some excellent information there. And, and Rachel, if people wanted to get in touch with you, say so you mentioned various social media uh, links there and the project that obviously uh, you're are working on at the moment. If people want to get a hold of you, how do they do that?
1: Um, I've actually just just set up a website which I put live um, yesterday. So that's ccinvestments.com um So yeah, you can get in touch with me on there, or probably um, the CC Investments Instagram is probably. Um, the best one, my personal one, I've got so many people on that I um, <laughs> I don't often see the messages. Um, so, yeah, either uh, on my website, I've got the email address from there and things. Um, yeah, or, or on the CC Investments Instagram. And then I've, I've got the YouTube as well, if you want to follow along with the uh, property journey and investing.
0: Fantastic stuff. And as usual, we will put all of those links into the show notes as well. I just want to highlight that CC Investments is C-S-E-E, not CC. c Uh, again all of that will be in the show notes as well um Rachel any final words of wisdom for being part of this series and for any anyone listening out there any final words of wisdom
1: um I I just say I I really believe that we can achieve anything if we put our, our mindset to it so yeah just go for it don't let anything stop you um share what you're doing I think social media is a fantastic way to connect with other people um and yeah just really really drive the business forward but yeah ultimately just just believe in yourself um do lots of self-education and yeah just just go for it
0: awesome stuff well it'd be great to have you back on in due course to find out how this project's gone and uh, it's Rachel Just thank you for sharing your time your successes and showing that yeah anyone can break through any barriers uh, regardless of you know what background mm-hmm. or things that they do uh, in life so thank you for taking the time and sharing all that
1: that's okay thank you so much for having me